Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Blue Bet. I'm Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by my News Corp colleague, racing journalist Matt Jones, who you will know from news.com.au, and also pro punter Brad Miller, otherwise known as At Horse Miller 3. How are you, fellas? G'day, Tim. How you doing? Very good. Today on the show, we're going to have a look at a few horses to bet on. We've got $100 on four races, as we always do. We're going to pick a quaddy, and we're going to have our best bet of the day. All right, for Blue Bet, we have $100 on four races. We'll start with Sydney Race 7. Um, I'll kick it off. It's a benchmark 78, three years and up, 1,200 metres uh, they jump at 14.35, so 2.35 Saturday afternoon. It looks like a heavy 10, but uh, I did see the track report yesterday, and uh, despite the 240-odd or 250 meals they received, Michael Wood, the track manager, said it is handling it well. So uh, we, it's not like, we're, not like we're foreign to wet tracks. So I'm going to go with number nine, this five-year-old mare, Snippy Fox, $5.50 on blue bet. Joe Pride, Jay Ford, goes well in the wet, won four times at this distance. So I'm going to $50 each way on uh, Snippy Fox, number nine, Matty. Yeah, I do think Snippy Fox will be in the top two, but I just think Waihaha Falls um, going off its first up win. It was four weeks ago, which is a slight concern. It was scratched last mm. uh, last time, but... It won by three lengths, eased down. It was home at the 400. It's just obviously returned a very, very good horse for John O'Shea by Sacred Falls. Um, means he'll love the wet conditions. Um, Snippy Fox is the danger, though. Um, if you look at Snippy Fox's record, a second up, three wins and a third from four starts. And on the heavy, three wins and a second from four starts. So those stats don't lie. Um, Joe Pride is very, very keen on her causing a, a, a minor upset against the favourite. Um, and I think they're the top two. With I think Dream Circle can run a race at odds. David Payne's horses are always over the odds for some reason. And I think the $14 on Blue Bet's good. And Mamoragan, I know it's Mamoragan, hasn't won since its debut run as a two-year-old, um, but it's had all sorts of issues with the thumps um, and seems to be over them now. Um, I'm willing to give it another chance at $12 on Blue Bet, but um, I'm definitely going with the favourite Waihaha Falls on top at $2.60. What about you, Brett? Uh, I'm seeing it similarly. I I like the two down on the weights, the 11 Waihaha Falls and the nine Snippy Fox. Um, the 11 Waihaha Falls, you know, great win first up, Previous winner on heavy, maps for a good run again, and apprentice Reese Jones is in form. Um, but I do think this Snippy Fox is a big danger. Uh, also an on-pacer, good at listed level first up on a good track, and second up and on heavy tracks, she's three wins from four starts. So um, her only run in a benchmark 88, she was a two-and-a-half length winner at the track and distance. So I think she is a big danger, and I think she's a model to run the top two. Um, so my thinking here is, well, hey, falls either wins and Snippy Fox runs second, or Snippy Fox wins, and it's a possible possibility that Wahey Falls runs second. So I'm actually going to play the Quinella. I'm going to have $100 on the Quinella, 9 and 11. All righty. Um, Sydney Race 8, the Furphy winner stakes over 1,400 metres, uh, Matty? Yeah, the feature race of the day, uh, the winner stakes, tough race. Um, but I think I want to take on the favourite, Taxu, although I think Taxu... $3.10 on blue bet is about right. Um, barrier three, going to get the dream run probably in 
in front the well Joe Pro will be hoping the whole way um, shooting for back-to-back stakes wins um, but I just think if you take have a look at the way the race was run last start in the Civic Stakes um, Oscar Zulu was desperately unlucky when running second um, coming from near last um, I want to take it to beat Taxu this time and reverse the reverse the roles and Oscar Zulu's eight dollars on Bluebet. I just think that price difference is way too big. Um, so I'll have him on top um, from Taxu, who's going going to be in it for a long way. Um, his racing pattern takes bad luck out of the equation, and you know you can forgive Taxu for looking like when he runs that there are other horses that you know, probably should beat him because he's an on-pacer, so he's never going to be the strongest on the line, whereas others will be, but he'll always be there. Um, Jojo was a man. Um, flying, this horse. My only query is the heavy 10, um, but the horse has an electrifying turn of foot, um, and I expect it, if it handles handles the track, to be really coming home hard. And from the Mel- Melbourneian Chief Autonomy, um Going well, no doubt about it, and not going to underestimate it, but um, I, in Sydney, I t- tend to stick with that Sydney form. Um, not a lot of Melbourne horses just come up and win in Sydney, but they're pretty keen on this one, and the punters are too, at $3.20, challenging for favouritism. But So I'll put it in for fourth, but I just think um, Oscar Zulu, $8 I'll put on, uh, $100, sorry, I have $8 for Oscar Zulu to win. Yeah, that that's a good price for Blue Bet. Well, I'm doing the opposite to you. I was on Oscar Zulu last time, but I think Taxu, rock hard, looks like a bit of a track specialist, 1,400. And uh, you mentioned Joe Pride, uh, six-year-old gelding. It looks to me uh, like Taxu. Uh, this, anyway, I'm going to have $100 on Taxu. And uh, around that, uh, you know, 320, mark with Blue Bet, $100 to win. Brad, you? Yeah, Tuesday night I put a tweet out. Um not sure if you guys saw about Chief Alton. He was $15 in the all-in markets, and I just thought that was a huge price. Um, he's made the field. He's had a couple of scratchings come out. I think there's three out now, um, and he's in the field, and he's, as Matt said, he's sort of about $3.40. Um, I think that's more like his price. I think he'll probably drift a little bit. Um, he has a rating of... 82. So he actually doesn't get in that well at the weights, but I just don't think the opposition here are much good. Um, Taxu, the early markets were sort of 230. I think it's sort of getting to its right price now as well. The map from gate one, you know, looks sticky on paper because he sort of gets back, but last start he jumped really well and the pace was on and they just snagged him back. And I don't think they need to do that here. If he jumps well, he can just hold a spot behind the speed. Um, I'd really like some pressure on up front. Um, the the horse, I think, can improve with the blinkers on. It's had a trial in between. It's love tap at a big price. Um, and I think it can sort of put some pressure on up front. I think that'll suit Chief Altony. Um, he has missed a bright side form sort of deep in the prep. And he's only run on a heavy 10. He was behind Tuvalu, uh, but he wasn't fit that day. That was only second up. So... The wetter, the better for him. Um, I really think he's a good bet. Uh, I do think he'll drift a little bit 
sort of close to the jump. So if you're not on at the 15s, I'd just wait for a little drift um, and then have a bet late. So I'll have my 100 to win on Chief Altony. Okay, that is Sydney Race 8 tomorrow. Our third race, we've got $100 from Bluebet to put on Race 8 in Melbourne, Group 3, John Monash Stakes, 1,100 metres, wait for age. I'm going with Peter Moody here, this four-year-old stallion, Oxley Road, number four. Look, uh, good horse. He's got a very big opinion. Exceed and excel. Um, $3 on Bluebet, $100 to win for me for Oxley Road, Brad. He's a full brother to Coolmore Stud Stakes winner Exceedance as well, Oxley Road. Um, I like the two at the top of the market here, the the four Oxley Road and the eight Maliva. You know, both fly fresh. Um, they both love Caulfield, the 1100. They're the best suited at the weight for age conditions of the race. Um, and they both ran similar figures first up at Caulfield last prep. Maliva was, you know, a few links better off a, off a quicker, earlier tempo. Um, but Oxley Road gave away five kilos to Marine One, who nailed him first up um, last prep. Um, I think that was the day Moods, you know, blew up on Twitter about the, the overwatering of the track and the inside of the track being off. Um, both have jumped out well. Um, you know, Maliva wasn't giving away as much weight first up with her win last prep. Um, but on relative weight, she actually drops one and a half kilos on the number that she ran that day versus Oxy Road, who drops a half a kilo. So I think she probably gets out in the market a little bit late. I think they'll probably come for Oxley Road. Uh, and I think that'll mean she sort of ends up being the value in the race. So uh, for this part of the play, I'm just going to have $100 on the Quinella. But I do think Maliva, you know, is going to be a good bet on the day. So I'll have 100 on the Quinella, eight and four. All right, Matty, what about you? Yeah, I... With you guys, I think Oxley Road yeah, says it's the one to beat in the market, and I think it is still on paper. Um, when you run third in an Oakley plate, you're a pretty good horse. It's a high-pressured race, that one, and uh, I think this horse is ready to return in fine style. It ticks all the boxes, too. Um, runs well on all tracks, um, especially at home. Look at that record. Never been out of a top-three finish at home. Um, and run top three every just about every time at the trip too so ticks all the boxes so i've got no doubt it has to be on top um Miliva as well this is the perfect race for this horse i reckon um running only a length behind malkovich in the in the bob hoisted last start when running on very well off from off the speed um has one at the track uh, it's only start and i think Ashford Street, I know it's coming well up in grade now, but it's been doing, it deserves a crack because it's been doing it very well of late, and, and, and especially last start. It was the winner at, at the 500. When you're the winner that far out, you know, you're in top form. And I think the, the top weight, um, Asa, uh, $17 on Bluebet. Um, this isn't the hardest race he's ever run in, and I think he can be in it for a long way. So... He might be one to have a look at the exotics, but I want to have my 50 the win on Oxley Road, but I want 25 each way on Ashford Street at $6.50 the win and $2.25 the place. All righty. Okay. Melbourne race nine 
is our final $100. I'm looking for a little bit of value in this Godolphin gelding number nine, Lakeen. I know James Cummings has a, a very big opinion of him, around $8.50 on Bluebet. I'll have $50 each way. Tracks are good for both his wins have come on good tracks as well. So that's my thoughts on race nine, Brad. There's a few showers about today and tomorrow. I'm sort of working to a you know four or five, sort of hoping it doesn't get to a six. Um, found this a pretty sort of tough race. They'll be going wide in the quaddy. I've got uh, the two I'm sort of with are the eight, Curran. He's once a winning machine. He just hasn't won in nine starts since he sort of broke the 55 seconds in that challenge at the Valley that night, um, smashed the clock up there, and he just hasn't been able to get one on the board. But he do he does have some terrific form there. The second to triple missile, two starts back, is elite. Um, he looked like he might even want 1,400 that day. Ran a big last 400 figure and then carried a big weight. And um, he's not a big horse, so I'm prepared to sort of forgive that. And he carted the winner into the race. So, um, importantly, gets right back down the way at 60 and a half down to 53. Um, just need them to be able to run on on the day. But I do think he has a chance to get another win on the board. Um, you know, the double figures with Blue Bet. So, I'll have 40 a win on him. Um, and the other one I want on my team, as far as the $100 strategy goes, is the 15. He's our Bonneville. Um, excellent Australian debut. Put the race away from the four to the two. Um, you know, ran the meeting second best split there of the, for the four to the 200 metres um, with a big turn of foot. And then you either just clocked off or knocked up a little bit with fitness late. You know, sort of got ground taken off him by a handy one there. Um, takes improvement, and I think um, he does. Although he does jump in grade, I do think he's right in the race. So I'll take the the eight forty the win, and the fifteen he's our Bonneville sixty the win. Maddie, where's your hundred dollars going? Race nine, Melbourne. Oh, Lakeen, seven dollars on Bluebet. Thank you very much. Um, this horse is primed for fourteen hundred meters now. Barrier six, Jai McNeil gets a cushy run. I think we can't estimate. It got beaten um, last start by Cole Crusher, who is absolutely flying at the moment. And, and not just flying in this prep, but that performance from Cole Crusher at Randwick um, a couple of weeks ago was sensational. It, it was a really, really good performance. And Lord Ardmore is going good, very good too, ran second in that race. And Lakeen came from ninth um, and really let down nicely over 1,300. Just that little bit of extra ground now. Um certainly helps. I do get worried when Sydney horses go to Caulfield. I think that's a historical thing. Um, but I'll back this horse at $7. is just too good. He's our Bonneval for the reasons Brad sort of um, sort of um, put out there before that first up run at Caulfield here in Australia was um, extremely good. Um, like you said, to put the race to bed like a good horse. Um, I think the other horse I want to have a look at is Mystery Shot. We've got Titan for him at the top of the straight last start. Stuck on very well. I'm not saying would have won the race, but I think could have finished a bit better and wasn't fading on the line. And I think the one at odds I wanted to have a little look at um, was Edison. Uh, at He's at $20, barrier three. Um, I think he can hold on from a good gate and run you know, somewhere in the finish at big odds. But $100 win on Lakeen at $7. Just too good a price. Yep, good horse. All righty, when we return on what I'm backing and why, we're going to have our quaddies. 
us Aussies love having a crack. We invented the Hills Hoist, wine cast, the mullet, and of course, the streaker. And the mother's mother of all inventions. The quicker, slicker, faster, sharper, brand spanking new Bluebet app. Get racing in sport form. Expert tips, previews, live streaming and place bets faster than you can say, that's the Ducks nuts! The True Blue brand new Aussie app. Don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. Okay, so Matt, you're going to do the Sydney Quaddy, and Brad, you'll do Melbourne. Uh, let's start with the first leg of the Quaddy in Sydney, the Bowman's Handicap Race 7, Matt. Yeah, um, diff- it's hard on these wet tracks, but I, I mean, we've talked about this race already and Waihaha Falls um, and Snippy Fox are the leading two. I'm very tempted to go skinny here. I, I think Brad's sort of thinking the same thing. I think these two horses will run one, two. Just not sure which order, but um, i Number nine, Snippy Fox, and number eleven, Waiha Falls. I'm going to put them just in early, just to have a get our percentage up. So we'll just put those two in the first leg. All right, first leg in Melbourne is the three-year-old Phillies handicap race six. Brad, yeah, I'm going very wide here. Um, I'll try and zip through them. Uh, I've got the the ten lamb picker as a as a good roughy. I think it's around that twenty six dollar mark with Bluebet. Um, could hypothesise that with clear running, she actually runs second to inundation last start. She was trucking into it along the fence and just hit a road jam. Um, so I think that reads pretty well for a race like this. Gets back is her problem, so she'll need to be able to run on on the day. Um, but she's going better than her form suggests, and there's no certainly no um, inundations here. So I think she's a nice roughy. Um, so I've got the 10. The 2, Cloudy, is another one at a good price. First up doesn't read much good. Um, but her last two first up runs were on heavy tens um, and she's two thirds from six starts on soft and heavy. So good tracks, three wins from four starts. I think that reads pretty well. And the win over Karakasu in Adelaide, a group three level interests me. Uh, another one at a good price, the 13 Forbidden City. Big win first up last prep. Um, was backed up on the clock and can push forward from the wide gate. Then we've got the two at the top of the market, the lightly raced 7 Cy and the 14 Mrs Chrissy. Um, the 17 Lunar Solar is another one at a decent price. First emergency, I'm not sure if it's in the field yet. Um, took ground late at Mornington, now meets Smoke and Holly, 5.5 kilos better. 15 Nikolai gets the blinkers on and meets Lem Picker, 2 kilos better from their last start. And then we've got the 3 out of the... Um, Flemington form no way ever and four commands the field they're both in the game so in race book order 2, 3, 4, 7, 10, 13, 14, 15 and 17 nearly take the field yeah well uh, you know if it wins it doesn't really matter how you do it does it Sydney Quaddy um, race 8 is the second leg that furphy winter stakes we spoke about yeah um, tough race like we said but i want to have Taksu in, obviously, and Chief Altuni. Um Jojo was a man, Oscar Zulu. They're the top four in the market, and I think they'll be very hard to beat. I just think the one other one I want to throw in at half-decent price, $18 is Love Tap. Um, down in the weights, can't believe that price. So my numbers are going to be uh, 2, 3, 10, 12, 2, 3, 10, 12, and 15. Um, gone, not as wide as Brad there, but I've gone wide enough because I just think this race might throw up a surprise, even though, not a surprise, but I just think there's a lot of good chances in it. And if Love Tap can get up at that price, we'll be we'll be having a real good day halfway through the quaddy. 
Oh, yeah, be buying a, a nicer price of wine, I would suggest there, Matt. Now, um, Melbourne Quaddy, uh, second leg, is race seven. It's a benchmark 84, Brad. Yeah, I think the favourite's the one to beat, the nine lyrical lad. It's established now he just doesn't run 2,000 metres. Uh, his mile form is terrific, and I expect no issues at 1,700. And I like that Chief Altony form. Um, again, we'll just need them to be able to run on on the day. And 13 Turbo um, is two out of two, fourth up, and... Second, uh, last start, third up behind He's Our Bonneville. Uh, just a li- left a little bit flat-footed from the four to the two and then really picked up sort of the last 200 and particularly the last 100 and ran, you know, the meeting fourth best last 200 and just savaged the line there. So now goes 1,400 to 1,700 for the first time. I think that'll actually suit him. So if he can just get um, mobile outside them and moving into the race, uh, I think he's a big chance. So the other one I want on my team is the 12 Somerset Morm. Um, I've got this niggling doubt he's a bit of a cat, but just gets a great setup here. Third up to 1700, meets no name Lane, who defeated it bet last time four kilos better. Um, and he's drawn a gate this time, so he can settle a bit closer to the speed. So I do want him in there. So I've got the 13, 9, and 12. Third leg of the quaddy in Sydney is a Sweps handicap, Matt. Yeah, I can't find too much. I can't find anything at double figure odds I want to throw in there. I really do think it's. Ruben Oki's absolutely flying. Um, I don't mind. Barrier one for it's not that bad a thing, um, according to Joe Pride, even though it's late in the day um, with its racing style. So, And Siege, I mean, Siege is just a winner. Um, it, it did it the hard way um, last start, but the horse just um, knows where the winning post is and has won four from five with the third placing. And Irish Angel, I think $8.50 um, will be the one to look out for him in the heavy form nine wins two nine nine starts sorry on the heavy two wins two seconds and a third um Hugh Bowman Chris Waller um I can see a typical Bowman right here from barrier 10 and he'll just unleash Irish Angel on the right part of the track but I just want to put those three in I think one two and five for the third leg all right, now we've spoken a bit about the Sir John Monash Stakes, which is the third leg of the Quaddy in Melbourne, race eight, Brad. Yeah, so I'm really skinning it up through the middle sections of the Quaddy wide early, um, and I'm just going with the two runners here. We talked about the four, Oxley Road, and the eight, Maliva. I think um, one of those two will be winning. All right, race 10, the Ranford Handicap is the final leg of the Quaddy in Sydney, Matt. Yeah, cross talk, very hard to beat here, the favourite, I, f- I feel, um, although there are some good chances in there, like Titanium Power, good last start winner. Um, I The two at decent odds, I want to give another chance to a per in a way and Blesk. Um, they're the ones I want to give another chance to, but I think Crosstalk and Titanium Power are going to be very hard to beat. I know Titanium Power is on paper drawn wide, but with scratchings and things like that, he'll come in. And Rory Hutchings just has the key to this horse. I think he's won six times on the horse. So um, I think the, my numbers there are going to be 1, 7, 11 and 13. Final leg of the Quaddy in Melbourne is a benchmark 100, race 9. Yeah, so we're going wide again here. I've got the 8, Karen, for reasons outlined. The 15, he's our Bonneville. Um, seven mystery shot in for third. Terrific record at the track and distance and arguably brings the, the best form via Tuvalu. Just has the wide draw to overcome, so probably has to go back again um, this time. I've got the 6, Edison, in one Matt mentioned earlier um, at a big price, sort of around that 20 to 25 to 1 mark with Bluebet. 
Back to 1,400 um, is a positive and a better gate can settle forward as he did sort of two starts ago at Flemington and, and now gets the blinkers back on again going back in trip. So um, he's a good roughie. The nine, Lakeen, um, gelded into last prep first up at Flemington, bolted in, and he, I thought he was good through the line first up in Sydney. Um, so I've got him in. The five, Tabby dances at double figures at Blue Bet. Peak figure at the track and trip. Um, a big roughy that I want to have in is a two Irish flame. Um, could run a really good race, fresh, good alongside Bella Nipatina at 1,200 um, first up last time in. Um, and 1,400 first up is more suitable. He's sort of 60s plus. Um, and if the 20 gets in Palenko, if it gets a run, it's got to go in as well. Um, but it's fourth emergency. So I've got 8, 15, 7, 6, 9, 5, 2 with a, um, the 20 going in if it gets a run. All righty. Well, there are our quaddies, our Sydney quaddie, our Melbourne quaddie coming up next for Blue Bet. It's our best bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Right, best bet of the day time now. I know this horse is very short. It's very, very short, but I just think it wins. It's race five, Caulfield. Number two, Inundation. Um, last start winner, Caulfield, made it three in a row. It's around 160-170 with Blue Bet. I just think that this horse is uh, just the best horse in a race and will win. Matt, what about you? I was tempted to say Lakeen, just at the price, $7, but um, I'm going to stick with Waihaha Falls, $2.50. 45 in from 275 early. Um, I think the horse is just flying and love the first up win. And I, uh, if I can beat Snippy Fox home, it will win the, the race at Ramwick, the seventh. So race seven at Ramwick, number 11, Waihaha Falls. What about you, Brad? It's it's not a, it's not the easiest day of racing um, tomorrow. It is tricky, mm. yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, yeah, the most likely winning horse on the day is certainly inundation but I, I won't do that to the punters um i've, I've already, I've already mine, done it to them. <laughs> i know i know i know but I, I won't stop it for them um i'm gonna go to the sir john monash i made the bet in the race the quinella but i'm actually gonna make my best bet i was gonna make it the quinella but i'm gonna i'm gonna make it the eight maliba because i just think it'll get out to a decent sort of price back um so for reasons outlined i think um she'll just run a really good race she she sat three wide first up last time in um and a bit of rain around won't hurt her she went on a soft seven there and uh i think she's just primed for a first up run so i'll make it in the sir john monash race eight number eight maliva nice That's it for What I'm Backing and Why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Matty. Bluebet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. And thank you to yourself and thank you to Brad. Hopefully we found you a win or two. Of course, bet with your head not over it. We'll catch up with you both next week. See you next week, guys. See you next week, Tim. Cheers. Bye. Building resilience. 
podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience podcast on your favorite podcast app.